All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. It's that time again, that time of the year. It's WrestleMania preview show, and I got another guest returning. It's been a little while, Nick. How are you, man? I'm pretty good, man. Just enjoying Texas. Glad to be back. Yeah. Uh, We haven't had you on since probably before the NFL season. We were doing division breakdowns, so it's cool to talk. Yeah, bold predictions and division breakdowns, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a while. So we're gonna we're gonna kick her off. We're gonna start night one. We're gonna break down the card, and then we'll go night two, break down the card, and uh, full predictions, match predictions, the whole shebang, the whole way through. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, man. Let's start off. Um, first off, let's let's here's the intro. It's WrestleMania 37. Um, this one's gonna be at Raymond James. It was supposed to be there last year. The pandemic obviously had other plans in the cards. Um, they ended up having the WrestleMania 36 at the Performance Center. And after this whole year of being in the pandemic, they've used the Thunderdome, or the Amway Center at the Thunderdome. They've used Tropicana Field. And now they're going to use Tampa Bay, Raymond James. I think the state of Florida has done them really well. That's probably why they returned here this year. And uh, they're going to have some they're going to have some fans. So with with that being said, what are your what are your initial reactions to the fans? Are you excited for them? You think it's going to be a doll because there's not a lot? What's your expectations there? I mean, ha- have they given an amount that they're talking about allowing in the stadium for I this night? It, I believe it's twenty five thousand per night. Okay, the, I mean twenty five thousand. That's like seventy five. Right, so it's, but I mean with twenty five thousand, especially coming from not having any fans at all with a lot of the Thunderdome stuff, it's really crazy to think that we've gone this long without fans at a wrestling show. It's going to yeah. make a huge difference, I think. Yeah. I I haven't heard, and I, I guess I, at this point I don't expect them to, but I wouldn't be shocked to see them put up jump or uh, video boards with like kind of like a, a half fan, half Thunderdome type look. You know what I mean? They have a little more like the cinematic thing to some extent during yeah, some of it. Who knows? I honestly don't know what to expect. I I can't imagine that 25,000 people will be quiet, but at the same token, it's an outdoor football stadium. They're going to be spread apart. I don't know how the other sound's going to travel, but I guess we'll uh, we'll tune in and find out. Yeah, I'm just excited to finally have fans back. It really does make a difference in something like wrestling, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm with you. Uh, let's go ahead and get her started off. Night one, we're going to start off with the Tag team turmoil match. So this is a women's tag team turmoil. The winners of this match will get a WWE women's tag team championship opportunity on night two. So they'll fight twice on WrestleMania weekend. Kind of a big opportunity for the women, really. Um, There's not too many people in WWE history that have had multiple matches on a WrestleMania card. And uh, it's pretty crazy that one of these women will get to do that. So uh, with that being said, it's Lana and Naomi. Taking on Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Taking on the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. And following up with Natalia and Tamina. So those are the four teams. Uh, we don't know the entry order. What's your initial prediction of who will take on Nia and Shayna on night two? Um, you know, something you just said about getting to wrestle twice, and that really is a big opportunity. So right away for me, that would go to who do they trust as workers? which is kind of going to push me in the direction of Natalia and Tamina to win this one, only because I think Nia Jax and Baszler are going to keep those tag titles unless they want to start having them feud. So it makes the most sense to get someone that you trust in the ring if they're going to be on twice, especially at the biggest show of the year. 
I mean, there's no one in the women's locker room they trust more than Natalia. Brings all the experience in the world. She's good in the ring. Yeah. Not the greatest promo, but, you know, it's all about being solid in the ring if you're going to do it twice. So that'd be my pick. Yeah, I'm actually... I somewhat am leaning towards you, but I'm actually going to go in a different route. And here's here's my explanation. I'm going the Riot Squad. And the reason I'm going to say the Riot Squad is because this is a team that has been... They've been around for a while now. They're like the only true women's tag team that hasn't held the titles. Right. They just... they Like, for whatever reason, we don't know why, Vince has his... His issues, or maybe, I mean, they've used the women tag team titles in weird ways, but I mean, the Riot Squad scream like they need to be tag team champions. And what better way to get over the lackluster booking of the Riot Squad than to book them twice on a WrestleMania card and have them go over on Nia and Shayna Baszler? I mean, that that's a really decent thought. I know that the Riot Squad was pushed a lot when they first debuted together. And then if I remember correctly, Ruby Riot had gotten hurt right as that push had started to take off. So I could definitely see it going that way. I, yeah, I just you are right. Think, Ruby Riot. Especially with, with Natalia being with the company like 10, 12 years now. It's been a really long time. She's never really had a one on one match or a tag team match. You know, there's always this eight, ten woman thing and I just feel like now is the time they're gonna just kinda say, Hey we appreciate you. Thank you for doing what you do. It's just the way I could see it going. But yeah. the Riot Squad's not a bad pick. Yeah, I, and I, to be honest, I, I think your your reasoning is is more on par. There, there, it's definitely going to have to be somebody that Vince trusts to be on his screen two different nights to work and. Especially and, if you're uh, talking the opening to the shows. Yeah, and here's the thing: we're we're choosing this match to open night one. I don't know which match will open night one, but I do know one thing. It will be the first match in front of a crowd. We just talked about that a second ago. It's going to have to tear the roof off the place, which leads me to believe this next match actually might open the show. And, you know, I, we don't know what it is, so we're just kind of going in order. But um, okay. And I Cesaro, think we'd all be fine with this next one. Cesaro and Seth Rollins, I think, is going to open night one. And I think it's going to blow the roof off the place. And, I think we're going to get a real good feel of what 25,000 fans is going to sound like right from the get, right from the get. What's your take on Cesaro, Seth Rollins, and what are your predictions? You know, just hearing you say that, I do think I agree. I think this is how they might actually open it just because, you know, two of the, I would say without a doubt, top 10 workers in the company. For oh, sure, could, two of the probably, top 10. You probably kick those up a little bit, maybe top five. Well, I'm being, you know, yeah, conservative yeah. there. They're very good, um, both of them. But I'm really hoping, is this finally the moment that Cesaro really gets an extended push? He won that Andre the Giant Battle Royal, the first one to ever do it. And we're like, okay, finally, Cesaro's going to get that push. And then they stuck him with Paul Heyman. We're like, all right, here it comes. And then Brock Lesnar came back, and it was like, oh, all right, well, bye. So, I mean, if you can think of two guys that are just going to put on an excellent match no matter the circumstances they might be trying to adjust to crowds being back again it would definitely be those two and just based off what i said maybe finally a push i'm going with cesaro so not sure if you know this and i'm sure people that you know are diehard seth fans or diehard cesaro fans cesaro and seth rollins are actually like best friends oh yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I, I believe so that their, Sarah their workout took a little time buddies. Off when, uh, when Becky Lynch's baby was born, just to spend time with Seth and yeah. help him. Yeah, so these guys are super close. I think that I think Seth is probably at that point where he is 100% okay with putting Cesaro over. Yeah, and that's just yeah. it. He does not need the win. He does not need the win. Seth has as many WrestleMania moments as anybody, okay? He, including one of the biggest of all time. So he truly does not need this. Um, he did lose last year to Kevin Owens, and I try to take those things into consideration, like how many times has this guy lost? Um, but uh, I think Seth does lose here. I think Cesaro is getting his singles match at WrestleMania against a huge opponent, a super, a super credible opponent in front of a rocking hot audience. And what way to better start the night off than to have that crowd explode that he beats Rollins. Yeah. I just, the more we say it, the more it makes sense. This has it got makes, open night one. It has to. Vince can't screw this up. And no, I also, I I also so. don't think Seth would allow himself to go over and kill any momentum Cesaro has built over these last little bit of time. So. Right. I mean, there has been no guy that deserves a singles push more that you kept thinking was going to finally get it and just never did. I'm hoping this is the time. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Well, that uh, any last words on that one? I think we both go Cesaro here. Uh, yep. Both go Cesaro here. And I'm saying match of the night for night one. Match of the night. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with you. There's one yep. other that's a contender, but I'm going to agree with you. I think you're right. I, I have one other in my head as well. I don't know if it's the same one as yours, but yeah, I, I, this I think this pick. will be this will definitely be a top four throughout the entire weekend. Takeover night one, takeover night two, WrestleMania, WrestleMania night two, uh, SmackDown, whatever it will be. I would say one of the top four. I agree with that. It's a top four. This is a great. This is going to be good. I'm excited. We'll move on though. Uh, this this is a weird one, but I, it it it's intriguing. Braun Strowman's going to take on Shane McMahon inside of a steel cage. We and you had been talking. Um, we didn't do any additional research, but it's in a steel cage. I don't believe a steel cage has been on WrestleMania since WrestleMania two. Yeah, it, it's been a it's been a really long time. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is Hogan and Bundy, like yeah. you said, right at WrestleMania two. Um, Maybe there was one. I know there have been a couple Hell in a Cells that have kind of disappointed, but I can't think of a, a cage match in for some, re- for some reason, WrestleMania um, WrestleMania 2000 comes to mind that could potentially have had one. Um, but I, I'm, I'm looking right now, actually, while we're talking about it. But let's, let's talk about this match specifically. Um, it has the ability to be a... A jaw-dropping moment, Shane jumping off a cage. I was going to say, it's not going to be a great match, but there are going to be two high spots that just bring the crowd back into it because it's Shane and he's willing to kill himself in order to, you know, get that holy shit chant going. (laughs) Yeah. So WrestleMania 2000 also did not have a cage. So I I honestly don't know. I think think that's the only one. So uh, it's in pristine territory. The the Shane McMahon Braun Strowman get storyline has kind of come out of nowhere. It's been kind of like Shane bullying him and avoiding him. Uh, Which was kind of Braun Strowman. Come nobody, on. literally nobody. But that's why this becomes a steel cage, so Shane can't get away. Get away. Or yeah. yeah. 
We all know Shane's going to jump off something. But it's going to be probably the cage, but... But is it going to end the match, do you think? Like, who? how do you see this match ending? Uh, I, I, would I would be that... incredibly shocked if somehow Shane McMahon won this match. Just because Strowman, ever since he lost the belt, has just been treading water. Yeah. And with what Shane's willing to let his body get put through... What better way to reestablish Strowman as that beast and as that monster than to just annihilate Shane McMahon? Now, if they want to extend the feud, maybe he does do all that, and then I, I don't know. Somebody gets involved that keeps the storyline going, but there's no way outside of outside interference that they just do not have Strowman run through Shane McMahon. So I was at Extreme Rules 2018. And Braun Strowman and um, Kevin Owens fought in a cage match, okay? And uh, the way the match ended is Braun threw Kevin off the top of the cage through an announce table, and Kevin won by escape cage, right? I almost wonder if they're going to try that booking again. Like, it's been three years. Just a way to keep it going, maybe. Well, just like as a way to like Shane McMahon gets the win, but Braun decimates him. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't care. Yeah. Throws him know. so hard. He throws him through the cage. I could see that. Yeah. I just really think you've got to put over Braun. Oh, that's another one. Maybe he through. just throws him through the cage. Yeah. I mean, literally just brings that entire side panel down, throwing him similar to what uh, Sean, Big Show uh, did so when cool. he yes. came through. Yep. Yeah. That's the only type of scenario i could see shane winning this because you have to reestablish braun Strowman. ever since he lost that belt yeah it's been almost depressing yeah i'm actually with you i think braun wins this unless some crazy braun insinuated ending happens where he throws shane off or throws him through or maybe power slams him through the ring I, who knows and maybe that's why they're really pushing the bullying thing that he just gets so angry with him he can't control himself and throws him through the cage but yeah i just don't understand how you couldn't put over Strowman here. It doesn't make sense. So that's where I'm going. Yeah. yeah. Not uh not a bad prediction. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna lean your way too. Braun Strowman picks up the W here. Uh moving on, we got the Raw Tag Team Championships. Those are gonna be defended at WrestleMania. So you got the New Day recently defeating the Hurt business. Um they then break up. Okay. And then they're going to take on AJ and his bodyguard, Amas, who hasn't had an official wrestling match, to my knowledge. Not that I've heard of. I mean, so this you would is think that's something they would have done with house shows, but it, none here, you know. Yeah, so this is a uh, this is a WWE debut, and it's going to be on the grandest stage. And while there's not many people that have debuted their first wrestling match at WrestleMania, Sting, one of them. Um, obviously, a lot of celebrities have, but like, I Legit- think, sadly, the last one I can think of is Fandango. Did he debut it, at WrestleMania? Yeah, well, he that was his first actual match. He had been on TV a little bit, but yeah, him yeah. and Jericho was like his debut. Yeah, so that same with Sting. Sting's first WWE match was at WrestleMania. So it doesn't happen a lot, but uh, it's a pristine honor. Do you sure. think AJ and Amos take the, take the W, or what do you think here? I think that the New Day takes this, and the reason I say that is I I think we both agree AJ Styles is one of the top five in the business, not just WWE, but anywhere. Mm -hmm. I I just don't think they're going to leave him in the tag division that long. I almost feel like maybe 
this could be the way to get his get him to kind of lose his temper and his bodyguard turns on him because he's tired of AJ, you know, controlling everything. That's where I could really see this going. I, I just don't think you're going to keep AJ Styles in the tag division, especially when it's obvious that Vince just does not care about tag wrestling at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I agree with you. I just don't know if they're going to do it at WrestleMania where they're going to break up AJ and Amos or if they're going to have him win the tag titles and then immediately break him up after that with some feud. I, I could go either way on this. I really could. If gun to my head, I'm taking the new day, but I could easily see AJ and Amos winning and then breaking up later. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see it for sure. Here's the thing. If AJ and Amos don't break up, they're winning the titles. I think I would agree with that. But I think they're going to break up. I agree with you. I think Amos is just going to be like, you know what? No, not happening. Right. And, he's, and he is that and... kind of build that Vince McMahon just loves to push to the moon. I mean, he yeah. is tank. And I think it's another one of those. Um, I think it's another one of those things where, like, AJ would make Amos in a singles match look like a monster. Oh, yeah. Oh, without question. He'd sell his ass off for him, and Amos would look like a beast. Oh, I, I totally agree there, and that's almost why I'm becoming more certain, as you say it, that they're going to lose this match just because that's where it's going. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, New Day, feel-good story. I think they pick up the W in front of the crowd in Amos and AJ break up. Uh, speaking of tag team wrestling, we got another one here. This is a big one. So you got Grammy, Grammy winner, not just nominated, Grammy winner, Bad Bunny is teaming with Damian Priest, uh, old NXT wrestler. They're going to take on Miz and Morrison in a tag team match. This is one of those celebrity gimmick matches. We see them pretty much every year at WrestleMania. Um, I think this one only goes one way. I think you probably are going to agree. I got Damian Priest and Bad Bunny picking up the win. I think Bad Bunny probably gets the win over Miz, if I had to guess. Um, This is just one of those things where it's like a feel-good. Crowd gets into it. Bad Bunny's probably going to have a solid showing and call it a day. Right. Um, You you know, if Snooki can win a match at WrestleMania, then I don't see why Bad Bunny couldn't. And like you said, it is the... It is the celeb gimmick match. Mm-hmm. And at least they have him lined up with two guys that can sell for him. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Miz and Morrison, the, how athletic Morrison is. And when the Miz gets beat up on camera, you believe it. You believe he's taking that punishment. And it's a good chance for a guy, you know, with NXT to make a name for himself. You know, yeah. Priest has a lot of talent. I, I don't see it any other way than Bad Bunny and Priest going over. Yeah, I don't, uh, there's just, it just doesn't make, first off, if they, if Bad Bunny and Priest did lose, Bad Bunny's not taking the pin. No, 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 no chance. No, it would be Damian Priest taking the pin. I just can't see that. Bad Bunny. And And why would you do that to him at that point? You know, it just, yeah, yeah. You know, Morrison's at the tail end of his career, I think. I think you're right. Um. The Miz is another guy, kind of like Rollins, that doesn't need the win. He's always going to be good in that heel role. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is just the fans get to be happy, you know, celeb match. I really do. And and Bad Bunny gets to pin a former WWE champion in Miz. I, I think it's just 
there's it, no it, other way to write it at that point. It's too, there's no other way to write it. It's too storybook. Uh, it's too predictable almost. We'll keep yeah, it moving. We'll keep it moving here though. Uh, you got Bobby Lashley who just recently pinned Miz on Raw. Uh, one week. One week after Miz pinned Drew McIntyre on cashing. So Drew yeah, McIntyre gets cashed in by Miz. Miz yep. then gets beat by Bobby Lashley on Raw. He's holding the championship. Drew McIntyre is going to challenge him. Um, we've seen this match last year at, I believe, I want to say it was Extreme Rules. It was it was in an empty arena match. It was early on. It was. In this run. Early on. Really good match. Really physical. Really good. Um, I've never been a Bobby Lashley fan, but ever since he joined up with MVP in the Hurt Business, he's been gold. And I like him as champ. Um, I feel like we might differ here, but I'm actually going to take Bobby to retain. But I could very well see Drew get the win here in front of fans where he didn't get that last year. But I'm going Bobby. I'm going in a, I'm going in a twist here. I'm going Bobby to retain. I had really thought about that uh, as what would have been my one surprise between the two nights. But I think... I, I think McIntyre's going to take it only because this entire build setup just seemed like a way to make McIntyre be the one chasing the belt. Um, that's really how it came off to me, because as soon no, as Miz won, you kind of went, there's no way Miz is taking right. it to WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I could see Lashley retaining it and maybe pushing the feud a little farther. But I've got a feeling that one of these two nights we're going to be seeing a returning Brock Lesnar. I really I, feel that that's coming with crowds being back. It finally makes sense to pay him to come back. And maybe after this match is over, you know, McIntyre takes the belt and Lesnar just wipes him off the face of the planet. So I honestly. I'm with you. I think Lesnar does. Lesnar has to be part of this roster again soon right I, I, I would envision that would be a thing i can't imagine that wwe goes on too long without lesnar um he's just too big of a draw and there's just too much he's money. Too box office far he's too, too box, box office. office okay especially with them going to peacock they have so much more money now it it makes well, and eventually they're going to want to bring fans back on a weekly basis to raw yeah. tapings and how do you do that get them excited about the product how do you do that bring in a name yeah so the one thing, it's funny that you brought that up. Um, my bold prediction, this is bold. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I, I want to put some bold predictions out. I never usually do. You remember WrestleMania 33 um, when the Hardys got entered into that ladder match that they were never supposed to be that in? That last minute one where the New Day introduced them, yeah. Yup, and the crowd popped huge, and it was just like, oh shit, all of a sudden they're it's here. a fatal four-way and they're here, right? Drew McIntyre didn't earn a chance at this title. I could very well see, especially if this one goes on after Sasha. And if this is if this is the last match of the night, I'm I would put money on it that Brock Lesnar somehow gets involved during or after, especially yeah. if it's the last match. Yeah, and that would 100% justify it being the last match. Oh, for sure, because you have Lesnar involved. And first off, I don't care who wins. Or nobody. I mean, it could be a triple threat or whoever wins. Brock Lesnar versus Lashley, Prince money. Yes. Brock Lesnar in a rematch chasing the title against Drew, 
Prince money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three way match, Prince money. I, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Brock Lesnar in this in this situation is huge. Yeah. I mean, even though I do think that McIntyre is going to pull out the belt when you add the Lesnar aspect into it, I could totally see them putting it on Lashley and keeping it there just because how long now have they talked about, oh, you know, it's going to be that MMA matchup. It's going to be Bobby Lashley. It's going to be Brock Lesnar. People have been calling for that match for, I mean, what, three years now that people have wanted that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see it going the other way. I just feel like at some point the reason the Hurt Business broke up was to make Bobby Lashley a face down the line and maybe he's the face challenger that eventually beats Lesnar but to get there he's got to give up the belt to McIntyre first yeah yeah I mean I I go a lot of ways with this my bold prediction is Lesnar gets involved in a three-way at that point I would assume he would win you're actually saying an actual triple threat match it it gets made into a triple threat that is my bold prediction that'd be huge and that'd be an awesome swerve if they did it yes i would love to see that but if it happens just like this i'm taking lashley in a in a you didn't call it type style match you right know, you assumed yep. it was gonna win and you know what no yeah i could see that so um we'll know if it's gonna happen if this match doesn't go on last that they're holding off but yes yes uh, let's talk about what I would presume to be the main event of night one. Um, I think I agree with you unless Lesnar's involved. Yeah. Less Lesnar's involved. I think this is going to go on last only because they, the Royal Rumble winners, in my opinion, deserve to headline each night. Oh, and I agree with you. Yeah. 100%. So you got, you got Sasha Banks, the SmackDown women's championship up against the women's Royal Rumble winner, Bianca Belair from NXT. Um, she's been up on the main roster. Actually, I shouldn't say from NXT. She's been on the main roster for a year. She debuted last year at WrestleMania. Right. So um, where do you see this one going? Bianca doesn't have a ton of momentum going into this, which is kind of weird. She really doesn't, which makes it kind of odd to me. Yeah. And, and I am a, a Sasha Banks fan. As and I, I, I mean, ever since she took the belt from Bailey, I, I thought that she's kind of been the highlight of the women's side on that end. Yeah. Um, I could see this being the title being retained that surprises everyone. And I could see Sasha doing it, but here's, here's my question to you. Does Sasha Banks drop to Owen six at WrestleMania? She's Owen five. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) You'd have to say no, right? I, I can't imagine I mean, it's awful to put. Yeah, it's awful to bury a young one that just won the Royal Rumble. But I mean, even have it be a schmaz finish, have her cheat to win, have her, you know, feet on the ropes for leverage, pull of the tights, weapon usage, something. Because no, she cannot go to zero and six at WrestleMania. Wow. No, Sasha's got to go over here. You would think, but my. The fan in me wants Sasha to win. It's not that I hate Bianca. I'm just I'm a Sasha fan. She's one of my favorite women wrestlers. Right. Um, I was sold on her ever since that entrance with her and Snoop at uh yeah. that WrestleMania with her and Charlotte yeah. and Becky. I mean that's thirty two. Yeah. So I I think Bianca gets the W here. I own here. You know why? It's like the women Royal Rumble winners. Um, 
they haven't had tons of success. I mean, obviously they're zero and two. One and two. They're two and one. So Oscar lost, and then Becky won, and then Charlotte and then Baszler won. lost. She didn't win the Rumble. Charlotte, oh, that's right. Charlotte, Charlotte did. won and challenged right. Charlotte the NXT. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's just like the whole Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble hasn't had a ton of meaning outside of Becky winning it in, in main eventing. It's like, I feel like they almost have to give it Bianca, and but it's just weird that Sasha would drop to 0-6 at Mania. It's just a wild stat. I, I agree with you. That makes the most sense. But yeah, I just 0-6 at WrestleMania. Wow. that's That's crazy to me. It is, especially for somebody of her popularity. In well, right. Stature. But to be honest, I mean, this is her first, this is like her first extended run with the title. You know, she was, she's like a five, this is her sixth championship, I'm pretty yeah, sure. And, and all of her title reigns were like two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, she has like a combined 40 days as champion. It's just like, right. now obviously this has been going on since I think October, but um, I think it's time. I think she loses, but she drops to 0-6. I mean, I hope not. That does make the most sense to book it that way, but I hope yeah. not. I'm going to go Sasha. Yeah. Um, let's kick off night two. So I have the Riot Squad. You have Natalia and Tamina. Regardless, who are you taking for your tag team title match? Nia Jackson, Shayna defending the tag team titles. You have them up against Nia and Tamina. Let's just go ahead and do this. Let's do this. We're going to hypothetical here. So Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler up against Lana and Naomi. Let's say they win. Who wins that tag team match? Baszler and Nia. I would agree. There is a little bit of a Lana storyline with those two that might give them a surprising victory, but I don't think it's enough. I I think Shayna and Nia would also win. Yeah, I I, I mean, look, look at it. This is the way I look at it. If you could name maybe, say, the three or four strongest booked women in the company, I would say two of them have to be Baszler and Nia. Yeah. And when you think about that, how they're not going to lose to any of these makeshift tag teams, not even the one I picked. I, I just don't, I don't see it unless they want those two to feud over something, and I don't think that's ready yet. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, let's say they were to take on Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Just for the hilarity fact, I'd love to see that turn the other way. But no, yeah. Nia and Baszler would win that one, too. I agree. Um, taking on the Riot Squad, my pick from night one. Who you got taking that one? It would still be Nia and Baszler, I think. I mean, here's a better question. Do any of those teams seem like they could beat those two realistically? So Nia and Shayna would obviously be the favorites no matter who they took on. Sure. But in a perfectly booked night, I believe, and I don't, it's hard to gauge how many title changes there will be, but like, I believe that a strong booked night of, of the Riot Squad winning night one and night two would be huge for them in a huge momentum push. Oh, it would push. be absolutely massive for them. And it would be great to have Nia and Shayna kind of turn on each other after that and start a feud. And what better way than to have the Riot Squad walk out of Mania with the titles? It's just like, for that, for me, that makes a ton of sense. Now, if they do go the route of, we just want to get these women on and then have, you know, uh, a surprise tag team in, in Natalia and Tamina challenge. I could see where just Nia and uh, Shayna just run through the next team. But I do think if it's the riot squad and for some reason, I'm just 
I'm tied just to them, I think they would go over. Because they make the most sense as a form tag team. They do, and I'll agree with that. I just don't think anyone's taking those titles from them, and that's why I kind of went with what would be the most trustworthy workers. Yeah. Well, I don't have any more to add on this. Are you good on this one? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. We'll take it to the United States Championship match. We got uh, Riddle, formerly Matt Riddle, uh, taking on Sheamus. Um, Sheamus has had a a solid push as of late. Matt Riddle has had a very um, interesting run with the title. To say the least, he did beat Bobby Lashley. Actually, no, he did not pin Bobby Lashley. No, he, he pinned Morrison. Good. He pinned yeah. Morrison for Lashley's it, title, though. In a right. Yep. Um, who do you think wins this one? You think Riddle retains, or you think Sheamus kind of gets his uh, little singles push for the title? <sighs> you know, I'm I'm torn on it, but I'm going to lean Sheamus just because of how strong he was booked with McIntyre. I mean, if you're booked that strongly with what the company considers the top guy, outside of Roman Reigns, of course, but at least on that brand, I, I just feel like you, you're you not going to have him lose a mid-card title match at WrestleMania. That, that's just my opinion on it. So I would say probably Sheamus. I 100% agree with you for the exact reason of what you just said. Yeah. I just it would just that... make no sense for him to keep up with McIntyre and then fall to Riddle. I mean, Riddle's a good worker. I like him, but yeah. I, I just don't see where he's a credible threat to Sheamus the way he's been booked since coming back. No, I agree with you. I do think um, we've talked about you know match of the night qualities and stuff, and I'm not saying this one's going to be, but I do believe that this will be a physical fight. Yes. Like, I, think, I think we'll watch this match, and afterwards we'll be like, they beat the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, just, I really believe that these two are big, both physical fighters, and um, I think Sheamus will be picked to win here for the, every reason that you gave. I have nothing more to add. I mean, that's well, Sheamus, and, and not Sheamus only that part, but if you look, yeah, if you just look at the size difference between Riddle and Sheamus, even in a loss, if he keeps up, just to say, wow, he was able to take that kind of beating from someone like that. You know, I, I feel like even in a loss, he could get over. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, next match, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And in Sami Zayn's corner will be the YouTuber Logan Paul. Uh, um, so much for the reason that you just said about Sheamus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Kevin Owens in this next match. He just went toe-to-toe for three months with Roman Reigns. Right. Um, just... Match of the year qualities in all three matches. They were all fantastic. Um, right. Ex- including their match at R- the Royal Rumble. Their match at the Royal Rumble is fantastic. But I think that Owens and, and Zane, if they get 12 to 15 minutes on the low end, I think they'll have a great match. If they get mm-hmm. upwards of 17 to 18 minutes, which I don't think they would, they would put on a match of the night quality. Oh, agreed. It would be the match of the night. Like these two yeah. are just so good together. I think the way this match ends is Logan Paul punches Sami Zayn in the face. <laughs> Never thought you'd say those words, did you? No. Yeah. Um, I- I'm gonna actually go with Sami Zayn here for two reasons. 
one, I, I think if you're bringing a celebrity in to WrestleMania, they're going to affect something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I could see him costing Owens that match. Even though I agree with everything you said about you know Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Yeah. But the other big one to me is, as much as I love Sami Zayn, how badly... I feel like he badly needs this win. Like, just... I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't I mean, You know they're always going to put on a good match together, no matter what. Even having to interject Logan Paul into it, they'll find a way. Yeah. I just feel like Sammy really needs this more than Kevin Owens to be taken seriously. That's just yeah. my opinion. But I, I could see it going to Kevin Owens for all those reasons. You know, he was booked strong with Roman. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the couple times that they met on pay-per-view didn't uh, didn't Sami Zayn win all of them? Against Owens? Against Owens, yeah. Like, right when uh, they were both coming into the main roster. And no, I, feel I, like... I, think they, I think they switched I know Sami Zayn won the final one between them. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm, I know for sure he won the final one before they went on a real long hiatus from fighting against yeah. each other. But... I want to say their best match together that most people talk about, I believe, was from Battleground... 2016 yeah um and i believe owens won that match they've had several they had they were both i feel like last time i remember them being a big deal against each other was like SummerSlam, maybe that same year and i feel like Sami Zayn picked up the win but now i'm not 100 percent sure they've definitely beat each other for sure Um, yeah this this is this is huge for them because these two are real life best friends right and having a WrestleMania match, I think is probably something that they have always dreamed of. It's really weird that Logan Paul is going to be involved. And I just don't get why he has to be involved. This could be a great match that you didn't need any of the extra stuff. He's so mainstream though, man. They I, just, Oh, I'm not saying it's not a, a good yeah. decision. Just yeah. he's so the, mainstream. the fan in me says you, you don't need this. Correct. These two do not need Especially, this. Especially, yeah. These two do not need this. This, mm-hmm. this, uh, this has money printed all over it, but unfortunately they're going to try and... I don't know. I, I don't think... I don't have high expectations for this match because of Logan Paul. I think it's going to be probably heavily focused on him. I don't I, think I'm there'll be a lot of... Not, I'm up. hoping they let him have a really good match, and then un- unfortunately he'll probably have to be involved in the outcome. So maybe just toward the end, whatever he's got to do, let him do it. But yeah, I think this could be a good match until the last minute and a half. Yeah. Uh, the next match. This is all, I just want to. I just want to say that this is right off the Wikipedia page, which is usually accurate. I use it every pay per view breakdown I do. We have a Nigerian drum fight for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, it's going to be Big E versus Apollo Crews. Um, I would assume that this is very similar to like a street fight. Okay. Um, Big E has beaten Apollo Crews three, four times on, on yeah, multiple. multiple, multiple times. They they've also had matches where Big E beat him, but at the same time they had like a double pin or they they've had weird some way to get out of the clean finish. Yeah. They haven't had a single clean finish, to my knowledge. They've all been weird. They Not might have I had one, but they've had a lot of screwy finishes. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling this is where Biggie finally loses to Apollo. 
Um, but at the same time, Biggie can use a singles WrestleMania moment in front of a crowd. So I'm going to take Big E. I feel like I'm taking a lot of baby faces. I'm going to take Big E. But I could see Apollo winning it here. I just don't think he will. Big E and a W. Um, I, I, I'm leaning with you on that one. Because at the end of the day, I mean, the reason they broke up the New Day was they see money in Big E. They see absolute money in him. And honestly, they should. Yeah. He's funnier than hell. He's a good yeah. worker. Yeah. He has the look. You know, he can Everything. give a good give a good promo. Yeah. You know, he has it all. And the, the booking up till now would make me say that Apollo Crews might pull out a miracle win, but I, I just feel like the company sees more right now in Big E than they do Apollo Crews. So unless they're, you know, t- having Apollo get it to maybe very soon put Big E in the title picture, possibly. Because I, I really feel like him and Roman could be fun. Let's, but... talk, let's talk about that quick, because here's my only issue. Do you think Big E's going to challenge for the title soon? Like, let's even... Before we, we're gonna, soon we're gonna in, the, in the term of match. We're going to yeah. get the match, but let's say Roman walks out with the title. Do you mm-hmm. think Big E's challenge him soon? I... I, I don't mean soon as in, like, next pay-per-view, but I could see possibly maybe leading up to a SummerSlam or Survivor Series, possibly. Yeah. I, I mean, is he, is he there yet in that upper echelon? No, but I think the company has enough faith in him to eventually be that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I think he wins it here just because WrestleMania moment, the bigger name... I would say he wins it, but if he would lose it, I would say it's because they're going to, you know, start moving him more into the main event scene. I don't think he's quite ready yet. I think he needs a little more time yet, but that would be the only reason I could see them pulling the plug on this title reign. So, because I think it's still a while away before he gets that heavyweight title push. And he, I've heard, I've listened to interviews with him. He's been on a couple of different podcasts and stuff. And one of the things he's actually said is he doesn't want to just be given a title opportunity because he thinks the fans would reject it. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, you're single now. Let's just do the whole Kofi storyline. He right. thinks the fans would reject it. He says he wants, and he says he has earned that. He goes, I believe I've earned a title opportunity. But the fans right. might not understand that because I just became a singles because I was in a How tag. How are you getting pushed to the moon that quick? Yeah. yeah. I and could, he, and like, I could see that. Yeah. So here's what I would like to see. I think it would be cool to see Biggie go on a long intercontinental title to run. And yeah. while he's the champion, also win the money in the bank. I could see that, except heels just historically do so much better with money in the bank. You're 100% right. But but I am totally with you that I think this should be a long title reign. Because when was the last time the U.S. title or intercontinental title meant anything? I just feel like they don't put enough enough emphasis on those belts on a week-to-week basis. Like John Cena with the U.S. title, was that the last time that people would in just to see what's going on? A couple of years ago, Miz was really good with the IC title. He was really good with the IC title. Yeah, when Lesnar was gone. Yeah. He was the belt on Raw. Right. Yeah, I agree yeah. there. 
And you know the one thing that I'll say about this this Biggie title run is like he's defended it a ton, but only to Apollo Cruz. Right. So we, we let him be Apollo. Kill this feud and right. move on. Move on. Yeah. Unfortunately, so they just have a really bad track record of letting these things drag on too long. I think it's already gone on too long, but yes. it, it's why I got to think that they're going to give him a statement convincing win. In a blow-off to, match is in a, in a yeah. night and drum fight. This is a blow-off match, clearly. Right. Yeah. Give him the win. Let him move on to something else with yep. somebody else. You know, he can make the Intercontinental title mean something. Absolutely. He's a good enough talent for that to be the case. Yeah. But, I, I, Apollo Cruz hope. needs to be done after this. Oh, 100% agreed. You can't I like just... Apollo Cruz too, but I don't want to see this matchup anymore. Yeah, and I, it's like you've had a four, three or four, five-month title reign. You've only fought Apollo Cruz. We want to see something else. Move right. on. I agree. All right, now we're in uh, we're in big dog territory now. So we got three big ones left. Uh, we'll start with this one. The Fiend uh, with Alexa Bliss will be taking on Randy Orton in what appears to be just a singles match. Um, I foresee this getting some sort of stipulation last minute, whether it's no holes barred or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, first off, let's start with here. What are your opinions on the new Fiend look? Um, I, I, I honestly thought I'd hate it. I, I, I'm really middle of the road on it. I, I don't you? hate it. I like the design of the Fiend. Okay. I, I really do. Yeah. But I, I could really take or leave the new burnt Fiend look. I, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's all right, I guess, but... I'd rather they just go back to the old one. And as soon as this storyline with Randy Orton is over, let's forget that someone was set on fire over and over. And let's <laughs> go back to wrestling matches. And, you know, he can do his weird, creepy stuff. And The Fiend can make it for interesting TV. I'm not going to lie. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I, I, I don't really like it. do it. I'm not just I, I enjoy anything Bray Wyatt's done the last several years. I agree. But Love Bray Wyatt. Once this feud is over, please just go back to the old mask. We get it. You weren't really set on fire. Come on, let's. Is it just me, or does this give off strong Jason Voorhees references? Oh, extremely. <laughs> I mean, it's to a point where I think his uh, WrestleMania entrance, he's going to bring a machete with him down to the ring. I mean, it's that bad at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Every time Bray Wyatt comes up with something creative, man, they just find a way to just bury it. And it's too bad. I, I, I. That being said, there's no way he loses to Randy, right? You wouldn't I, think. I, I, not, no, he can't. Yeah, I. It's. His I was. I was honestly shocked. I was shocked he lost the Inferno match, though I expected him to because Randy. I mean, they're not going to set his body on fire. Well, he well right. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, he literally wears shorts and boots down to the ring what are you gonna set on fire on randy orton i agree with you i don't think he should have lost that match but i knew he was gonna it was it was a weird dynamic but i can't see him losing this one i honestly the firefly funhouse match though it was weird and i wasn't expecting what i watched i would have loved to see something similar with randy orton 
just coming back from being burned alive? No, no, no. no. Oh. So last year, you know how like John Cena went through the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, I oh having like another fly, Firefly Funhouse match. Oh God, would, that'd be that'd be that really no? interesting. Did you? Dig I, that? I could see that. that. That would be entertaining. I think. I, I would love that. Like uh, Bray Wyatt just the put... is clearly a special attraction. Let it, let him. Or he should be. He, he should is. be. No, he is. Player. You're right. He, he he is. He barely wrestles on Raw and SmackDown. You're right. He is a right. special attraction. So what, why not have? Yeah, because if any other, you know, wrestler could have a match like that, like he did with Cena, it would be Randy Orton. He's had such a crazy career, you know. I heard a crazy um, prediction. I should say because it's not like a rumor or anything, but somebody said, "What if?" Randy's going toe-to-toe with The Fiend, and all of a sudden, John Cena makes his WrestleMania appearance. There and you go. helps Orton beat The Fiend. That'd be actually kind of interesting. Yeah. Complete opposite direction. Ever since the reason Cena hasn't been on TV has nothing to do with the movies. It's because The Fiend, you know, now has some type of mind control over John Cena. He <laughs> mentally broke him. So as, as the yeah. RKO is coming, you know... All of a sudden, you hear the theme music and the salute runs down to the ring. Yeah. Ah, oh man, that'd be nuts. I, I do think see Cena at some point, but I don't know in what capacity. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But I, no, I'm I, still it would say be clean win. it would be sad for us to not see Cena in some. Capacity. Oh, I agree. It's like Undertaker. At some point, they're going to have a segment where they're not wrestling, but they are who they are. They're going to make an appearance. I've heard rumors that. Mark Calloway, The Undertaker, is going to induct Kane into the Hall of Fame. That's happening so, as we speak. I, I haven't seen anything, so no spoilers, yeah, but that was what I. I heard as a possibility. And if that's the case, he's he's already in Tampa. You know, yeah. you've got to think he'd come and do a you know five-minute segment somewhere. But. Yeah. So, hypothetically speaking, predictions aside... The Fiend versus Randy Orton. How the hell does this match end? The Fiend winning? I, I mean, the, you would think The Fiend has to win, right? Clean in the middle of the ring, assuming there's no weird stipulation. Yeah. He's come back. They took him off TV for a while because, you know, they hadn't done the greatest job in the world booking him, and they may have needed a little time for some of those memories to disappear. And with him coming back, I just don't see any way he loses. No, I'm with you. I think... Uh... I'm almost going squash match here. It, I don't think it will be, but it would not shock me in the least bit. It would yeah. not shock me at all. Yeah. I just, I, I'm not setting expectations for this match because I truly don't know what to expect. I can't imagine Orton comes out, The Fiend comes out, and then they wrestle. That, for, for I, me, it, that it doesn't odd. seem, it seems odd. It does, it's, it's out of place. It's out of place well, in and, and a how 14 do you go edge. from I set you on fire to let's have a regular match. Yes. You, it you're was a no hold barred match, an ambulance match, a stretcher match. That makes sense. Somebody's going to the hospital. Yes. Just to, we're know, backing up. Someone's going to get pinned in the middle of the ring. I feel like that's a de escalation of the feud. Yeah. No, I'm pretty much with you. Um, I don't have anything else. I think The Fiend does at some point. However, this match happens. I think he wins. Whatever it takes for you to win this match, he does it. Agreed. Okay. 
Uh, Raw Women's Championship match. Asuka is going to be defending against the new Raw, um, new Raw roster person from NXT, Rhea Ripley. Um, I don't know how much you know Rhea Ripley, but she's a badass. Um, I'm excited for this match. If it gets some time, I think it'll be really good. And uh, Asuka's had the title since last Extreme Rules when Becky gave it to her, literally handed it to her. So um, she's yeah. had it for a while. I think this is it. Rhea beats her. Well, that was money in, after Money in the Bank she gave it to her, wasn't her? The, the Monday Night Raw after? What did I say? What did I say? You said Extreme Rules. Sorry, it was after Money in the Bank, which it was I believe okay, was the pay-per-view. That was the pay-per-view after Mania, though, so not Extreme Rules. That was the pay-per-view after Mania. Um, I, I don't remember now, but I no, remember no. she thought she had won the, the briefcase, but actually won the title. Yep. Yep. Okay. So it, she's had it for... It's been a long reign. Like Especially on the women's days. side that never gets a long reign like that. Yeah. I did hear some complaining from some people that she actually hasn't defended it too often. She's had it. She's been involved in storylines and stuff, but she hasn't actually had any real feuds. So right. she's getting one here because Rhea Ripley is legit. Um, I believe the company completely backs her. This is her second straight WrestleMania match. She had one with Charlotte last year, which was really good. Um, I anticipate this one being good, and I think Rhea beats her. Um, I, I, I'm leaning with you only because, like you just said, she lost last year with Charlotte, and to go to another brand just to lose another title match at WrestleMania seems odd. Yeah. So I do agree with you, but... There's just something so entertaining about Asuka. She's good in the ring. Yeah. She's yeah. fun. Asuka's great. Asuka's great. Yeah. I, it took me a long time to get used to her. Yeah, and I could see that. I could definitely she see had, that. She, I mean, she, doesn't have, she doesn't have character through promos. She has character through... Through her actions, her facial her actions, expressions. How she yeah. carries herself. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the fan in me wants to see Asuka retain because I really want to see her and Becky when Becky comes back. Yeah. But I think I agree with you that it's going to be Rhea Ripley. I I think that that is the way they're going to go. Mm-hmm. But I, I expect a very good match out of the two of them. I yeah, think I, they could put on something great. If these guys are given time, which they should be, I think this will be great. Mm-hmm. I think this will be a great match. Moving on, this is the uh, this is the main event. This is will main event the entire thing. Hundred percent will main event night two. Yeah, night two. This is going to be Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion. He's had it since um, payback. Whatever was after SummerSlam. It, it was one week after SummerSlam. They had a pay per view yeah. thrown in there. Yeah, I like literally the next payback. week, maybe two, but yeah, no, it was, was like right after. Later. It was one wow. week later. Yeah. Wow. Um, they it did a paper together, WWE. Yeah. So Roman Reigns, he's been the champ for a while with Paul Heyman. He's going to be taking on the Royal Rumble winner, Edge. And uh, Daniel Bryan, who has forced his way into this main event. Um, and I'll keep it frank. I think he's in the match to eat a pin. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have been so back and forth on this match because... I think let's both agree, Brian is much as great as he is. He's not winning this match. He is the least likely to win this match, right? Least likely, but mark my words, the fans will be backing him. 
Oh, without question. And that's 100%. why they kind of sort of turned Edge heel, because they know. Yes, they know already, yes. They're already aware. This is going to be, you know, Yes Movement version 2.0. Yes. yes. And it's so, for that reason that I think Roman Reigns retains. I agree with you. I thought okay. you were going Edge. I thought you were just going to take the easy route. I the, think the Roman easy route beats, would be Edge, but I just... The easy route is Edge, but I think Roman beats Daniel, gets Edge out of the title picture, and Edge can go have dream matches with other people. The problem is, if he wins this match... You mean like Daniel has... Bryan, for example? What's that? Just those yeah. two in a one-on-one match, Edge yeah. and Daniel Bryan? Oh, man, just yeah. make that happen there's, ten times. I'm good. There's too many people that Edge set, stated he wants to work with upon returning. He doesn't have forever. He's 47 years old. He might right. even be 48 now. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So I I can't I don't think he's gonna win the title. First mm-hmm. off, Roman's been gold with it. Yeah. Which means if Edge wins, who does he have to defend it against? Roman Reigns. And are you just and gonna work months. a program yeah. with him for months? It just it doesn't make sense. For me, Daniel's in there eat a pin, so Edge doesn't have to. Edge does have a very good WrestleMania record. He's only lost a few a handful of times. Undertaker was one of them, and I believe uh, that might be lose the only one. one to... No, that I think that is the only one he's lost. That might be literally his only WrestleMania loss. I'm I'm not a hundred percent certain, but I know that he definitely lost that one. But I don't know of any others. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I was but, gonna say Christian, but that was Jericho, not a uh, Edge that lost yeah. to him the one year. But Daniel definitely eats the pin, but I think it's to Roman. Yeah. Um, you after what Roman has done with the belt to a point that you know they turned him heel because they knew he was going to keep getting booed. Then yeah. he becomes the badass heel that yeah. he should have always been, and everybody and loves the crowd him. loves him. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. he, he's been the best thing on WWE television for the last half a year. Him and Paul Heyman together are gold. Absolutely. 100% agree there, with you. I just, and like you said, who does Edge work with after that? What other monster heel is credible to take that title from him? Because I feel like after this match, he goes back face. Would you agree with that? Edge? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know that he's necessary full heel. He, he's a tweener right now, but they, he's, like, he's like we said, everyone knows that, Daniel Bryan is going to get you know the crowd reactions. He's definitely pissed off that Daniel's involved in his feud. And right. I think honestly, so, storyline-wise, he has a good reason to be. Yeah, and I think yeah, and I think for that reason, that little bit of a a heel um, presentation to him, I think helps this this triple threat. And a bit of an edge going into this. No pun intended. Yeah. Per- personally, I could see Edge moving out of this match as a heel. First, he's done his I, I best think work just because of the love everyone has for Edge and his story yeah. coming back, I still it's see hard. him as a face. It's but... hard to, it's, it would be super hard to push him as a, a... Oh, At this yeah. point, the only way he's a, a true heel is if after this match, if Roman beats Daniel on Friday Night SmackDown, Edge has to smack Daniel in the head with a chair. Multiple times. Yeah play with that concussion storyline you played with... that roman didn't have to pin him to win i could see that and actually you know what i think now i'm leaning on that with you <laughs> now that i sit and think I'm about that spooky. because 
how fun was Edge as a heel back in like the yeah. you know, late 2000s, early 2010s? Oh, man, he was great as a heel. Yeah, his best work is as a heel, for sure. Oh, yeah. But no, it's got to be Roman Reigns. No one else can win this match. I feel like you derail all the momentum. You know, Roman's finally at the spot the companies wanted him to be for the last half a decade. Yeah. You don't pull the title from him now when he's doing his best work. I just don't Absolutely. see it. I agree with you. I'm I'm 100% with you. I can't I wouldn't be shocked to see Edge win. But No, I wouldn't would, be shocked, but then Roman. I think you'd lose it a month later. Yeah. Yeah, I know I'm with you. You have to put the belt back on Roman because they're going to use him to establish someone else. I don't know who yeah. that is yet. And I, I do believe at some point somebody will beat Roman clean in the middle, like you just said. Maybe it's Big E. Maybe and, it's Big and, e. next year. And how, how do you establish a star? Have one pin the big guy in the middle of the ring. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think if, if it was Roman Reigns he had to beat for the belt, I... I think it would take a little longer than uh, SummerSlam or Survivor Series to be taken serious. It could maybe be WrestleMania next year. And that building proper. And hold the title for a whole year. And I'd be fine with that. I would be totally fine with that. Like I said, he's doing his best work. He's entertaining. I'm not tired of head of the table Roman Reigns holding that belt. I'm not tired of it yet. Me either. And to be honest... The two guys that he's gone against, Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan, like those guys had massive fan reactions for them. But it wasn't time. And I don't think it's time yet. Edge has, we'll know. I I think, I truly believe that Daniel will have the biggest fan reaction going into this match. Oh, without question. And if, if that's the case, it's just like they know it and they're okay with Edge not winning. Right. And, and that's that's why I think they kind of put him on this tweener path he's on right now, because they knew no matter how you presented these three, if these three are in the ring together, Daniel Bryan's going to have the support. And not that I believe this would happen, but why would you risk Edge winning this match and getting booed? Right. I don't think it would happen, but why risk it? Because it yeah, could. I, I don't it think it would well happen, could. but... They love Daniel, man. You know what, though? I, I think it would. Because they're not pinning Roman Reigns, he'd have to pin Daniel Bryan, and yes, he would get booed. Mm -hmm. If one of them has to be booed, have it be your mega monster heel that you've built over the last year. Absolutely. Roman walks out Mania with the title. Yep. And this is also the other spot where you could possibly have Lesnar coming back. Because no matter when he comes back, it's going to be in a main event spot. Yeah, and it's going to either be the semi-main event or the main event of the pay-per-view he comes back to. Babyface Lesnar chasing the universal title of Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. You'd have to have Paul Heyman actually turn on Lesnar to make that work, but I could see it. It's happened. It would be a much better turn than when he turned on him for the big show 15 years ago. That was terrible. Awful. Yeah. But, yeah, um... I, I could I could see that too, but regardless, Roman Reigns walks out winning. I just yeah, I want the feel good story with Edge, especially after his career was jeopardized again right after he came back with an injury. But one, an injury risk, and two, how do you how do you derail what Roman Reigns has been doing? I just don't think you can. You can't. I'm with you, man. I think we're uh, I think we're in agreement. Roman walks out as the champ. 
Cool. Well, we've gone an hour. We broke down 14 matches, night one, night two of Mania. I'm pretty excited. What's your excitement level? Um, I, I mean, I am, I am pretty excited for this one. I'm really just stoked to see fans back in arenas. Same, same. I dude. know that they've done what they could with, you know, the Thunderdome and all that, but yeah. wrestling was meant to be done in front of a live audience. It Absolutely. just was. Absolutely. And not having those fan reactions to, you know, the, the false finishes, the close three counts, just, ent- hell, just entrances. Yeah. Seeing how over somebody is. I, I honestly think that there will be a wrestler or two come the pay-per-view that's, it's just going to shock WWE what the fan reaction to them is. Because I feel like so often they're not really aware of what the perception is of some of their wrestlers. Especially during the pandemic. Right. Having not heard a lot, you know, a live crowd reaction for someone in a year. Yeah. I don't know who that would be off the top of my head, but I, I can almost guarantee there's going to be one or two people that is going to surprise WWE how the fans respond. You think there's any chance bad bunny gets booed out of the building? I think there's always a chance that a celeb in one of those spots gets booed out of the building. I don't think it will happen to him. I really don't. Yeah. Just because as awesome as Miz is, he's his best work is as a heel easily. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have someone to cheer for against him. So I think they have Bad Bunny in a good spot there if they they're do. Going no, you're 100% to have him. Right. You're 100% yeah. right. Yeah. But, there will be someone. I don't know who it'll be that they're just going to go, oh, they actually hate that person? Oh, sorry. I could see it being Matt Riddle, too. What is your opinion of Matt Riddle since you brought it up? I, I like, like him, but eh. I, don't, I, I liked him more in NXT. I did, too. Versus but, this, like, stoner Cali character thing that he has yeah, now. I, I think that... Yeah, I definitely Vince has turned him up for sure. Yeah. Um he's physical in the ring, he's good, he sells. Um I like him. I have no issues with him. He's not world champion material. Speaking of great workers, uh either of us want to mention how Shinsuke Nakamura is not in a match. So he is He in might the- be in the Battle Royal cuz I don't think they've announced all the people yet, have they? No, he is, but that match is actually going to take place on Friday night. The- on really? Smackdown. On SmackDown. Okay, that's yeah. weird. So they announced this this SmackDown this Friday night is supposed to be like a prelude to WrestleMania. That's kind of how they're booking it, yeah. in a way. So they have they have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on that show. They also have a Fatal Four Way um, for the tag team title, the SmackDown tag team titles on that show as well. So they're okay. trying to make it big big night, try to yeah. pop a big rating. But yeah. for the most part, it's that's so, I mean, I was actually right. So he's not going to be at WrestleMania. No. Wow. Yeah. I, I just, how, how do you overlook that? There's so many people that, I mean, Bailey, she's been. Charlotte the, Flair. She's been, well, Charlotte's kind of. you hear the rumor COVID on that one? That they, had, uh, they, they, they apparently, this is the, the backstage rumor that the WWE doctors informed her that she was pregnant. And then it turned out they were wrong, but they had already pulled her from the card. That was the rumor that I've seen online. That is wild. Mm-hmm. 
I, like I said, I don't know how true it was. It's just I did a little bit of research when you told me what we were going to be talking about. And yeah, that was the rumor that was going around from multiple sources was that she was going to be in one of the matches. But like a month ago, they thought she was pregnant, pulled her from all the plans and just didn't wow. have anywhere to put her. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. I, I, I know she had COVID or whatever. At least she told the fans she did. Maybe that's her cover. Who knows? Right. You know, obviously, obviously, she's going through some personal things. Andrade just got released, her fiance mm-hmm. or whatever. And who knows? I mean, obviously, Charlotte being left off the card. Bailey, you know, she was pretty much the queen of the pandemic, and she's being left off the card. Right. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure we'll see some surprises. I mean, I understand you can't have everyone on the card, yeah. but there are some names that I just feel like you can't just overlook. Those being two of them. Three of them counting Shinsuke. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Cool, man. Well, I think we killed it. I think we uh, we gave it our best, and hopefully, yep. uh, yeah, I'm excited for WrestleMania. Uh, it was good to hear chatting with you. Thanks for coming back on the pod, and I will see you next time. Anytime, man. man. Yeah, good take, one. take care.